This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is February 5th, 2017, and we are continuing Calhoun Love Series with a topic that me and him talk about a lot, and we are blessed to have a special guest on the show. We got Chris on. What's up, Chris? Hi. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and we got the the man who the series is named after. We got Calhoun on here, too. What's up, homie? What's going on, man? We had, some, we had to get some... Uh... Feminine energy, so we needed a, a real woman on this thing. So we got Chris, and that that's going to be, we're going to see her take on this. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's always fun to have a female presence on the show. So, again, we appreciate you stopping by. Especially when you got a real one. Yeah. And so to start off and bring up all the users up to speed, Calhoun and myself talk about this every day. And he believes that love is more of a scientific formula. And we'll talk more about the in details in a little while. And I believe that love is more of a mystical concept. And you can't just put it into a numbers game and spit out a result. And would you agree with that, Calhoun? That's exactly what I think. What do you think about it, Chris? Um, I guess my take would be probably like a little bit of both. I wouldn't lean more towards on numbers because if we rely solely on the numbers or this formula to like say this is love, this is what love looks like, it's no room to bend or, or have any flex room into what love looks like for each individual. Okay. So that's pretty much the, the take we have and why I come with some of the, the uphill battles that I have. Here's one of my stances on it. When I look at the numbers, because I feel as if you can grow to love some of anyone, right? Love grows. Love, love can grow and it can diminish. It's a, it's a moving. It's never just one thing and it doesn't stay where it is. So depending on how someone treats you, depending on all these different factors, is the kind of love you have for them. Now, the reason why I say science is because one of the things that you can lack is compatibility. Uh, different things that you may need. That's the stuff that I feel keeps the relationship going when it's hard, right? Okay. So if you like to talk, like I like to talk, and you got a motherfucker that don't like talking, y'all gonna have a problem, right? You can love I mean, each other. You're gonna have this listener, somebody that's always listening to you. So I mean, it's not necessarily hard. If you like to talk so much, and a person likes to talk a whole bunch too. Who's listening? So what if they're great? You have two good communicators. So stop right there. So I would think if you have two good communicators, the end result is great communication. So, why would that be a good thing? Now, to Crystal's point, you may not, and this kind of goes to when we talk about science, if you're a talker, you don't want a talker, meaning you don't want anybody who's the same as you, per se. But if you were, if you look at a higher level and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this, she's good at this, we put this together, we both are even better at what we're already good at. So, it's a book I, it's a book I was reading, it's called The Strength Finder, and it talks about Thing, it talks about things from school and everything. And one of his points was the problem with American school system is that they try to make everybody good at everything instead of like picking out what you're good at and just focusing on what you're good at and basically saying, fuck what you're not good at. 
And they were like, it's enough people good at enough different things that it'll solve all the problems or whatever. So kind of the same thing. If somebody's good at something and you guys, and it's the same thing or similar, you can bring that together, immerse that together, and y'all can be great at whatever you guys are already good at. And that's kind of one of the things with, you know, compatibility. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there are some things you want to be, and this goes to the math part of it. There's some things you want to be linear on. There's some things you want to be perpendicular on. And and depending on what those things are, that can that's what can make you guys more compatible or less compatible. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. It makes sense to you, yeah. Chris. Yeah, it makes sense. So I wanted to talk about it from a standpoint. So one of the things when we talk about science is for Calhoun and myself, we talk about when you f- we talk about different stages of light dating. When you first meet a girl, how you first meet a girl, and you know how you progress with them. And Chris, one of the things we talk about when we um talk to Calhoun is basically when he meet he looks at like connections is kind of a intro to talking to somebody so like we all know each other in real life if you're a girl and you know Calhoun in real life and he's cool with you in real life he feels there should be some first step toward dating right well in, mo- in some instances so then you have again <clears throat> initially I'm going all off initial right? so we don't not in the middle of relationships and all that stuff so if you meet somebody right and let's say you're into I don't know if you're into knitting and you meet somebody who loves knitting that's a that's a big. You, it's not a lot of black knitting motherfuckers out here. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Hey, we talking about knitting. Here's to come down. It, not saying that this is going to go far, but let's see what other things we have in common because this could be excellent. You understand? Right. For instance, right. you're in the Transformers. There's a chick who's in the Transformers like you're into Transformers. That's almost worth busting a nut over. <laughs> she comes over. She see your collection. She's like, oh my god, I want to suck your dick. Did you go to school? You're like, yes, I did too. What school you went to? Uh, I went to Clark. I went to Spelman. Look at this. You understand? Chris, she's, in, she's into uh, earthy shit. Here you are. You meet, you, you're stumbling around in a pomegranate field, and you meet a dreadhead motherfucker, and he's stumbling there too. Y'all got the same. He's, you like pomegranates? I like pomegranates. You have a garden? I just planted my garden. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we have commonalities. Oh wow, this is amazing! You have any kids? I have three boys. I have three girls. I've always wanted a girl. I always wanted a boy. These uh, are the uh, things. Nope, that's it. The end of the connection. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's the way y'all became the nigga vegan Brady Bunch. <laughs> That's how it's a story. It's a story about a man. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. When you have these different things, we all have certain things that only certain people have. Right. So, like for me, I don't celebrate holidays. I meet someone who don't celebrate holidays. There are not a lot of us, bitch. You need to see what I'm talking about here. I don't like fat guys. Well, you need to grow to like one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other side of it, right? So, like. Uh, to your point, like we all are unique in our different ways. Right. Me and me and Chris are both vegans. I like Transformers. I'm a vegan motherfucker. All three of us are vegans. You're a part-time vegan. First off, I've been a vegan over. First right? off, I'm just a fat vegan. Well, I'm not the only fat vegan here. That's your fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. Well, anyway, we all we're three vegans and we all are different. Chris is more earthy and you know into the natural. Healing and natural way of taking shoes off and skip through the yeah, fucking just what you think of like kind of earthy person. Right. I'm in the Transformers. You don't celebrate holidays, so 
I guess Chris, if you meet a guy and he's like at a low, at a very basic level, kind of like the first conversation y'all have, y'all have a lot of similarities. Does that make you be like more apt to date him, even if he physically isn't what you want? Um, I don't. Mm, I don't always look at physical appearance yes. as like a, a a game changer or like a yay or a nay, but I do like have a certain like. I guess, like, physical appearance that I would like to look at daily, you know? And I don't rely solely on the physical appearance, but it depends on how our conversation goes. It depends on what it is that we both like. Like, I don't want anyone to mirror who I am, you know? I want somebody to, like, add to what I already have, but not mirror and be just like me. So I'm just like... Physical appearance, I guess, comes second when it comes to, like, meeting someone in our initial interaction. If we have, like, all these things in common, yeah, it's something that I'm willing to explore. And also, you know, I always feel like a guy has his representative out anyway when you first meet him. It's not the guy who you're going to, like, see down the line. Um, Stop right but, there. Explain that more to us because I guess it's guys. I never thought of it. So all of us do. But go ahead. No. Okay. So I call this person you first meet your representative. So like uh, um, you have like in companies, you have representatives go out and represent you as a company. They're selling you the high end. They're selling you the best insurance. They're selling you all their benefits, all these things that look so fucking good to you. But the thing is, once you get involved with that company, are you buying to that company? Is that what you have at the end of the day? Or do you now see, because you're now a part of this company, like all the flaws are like, hey, this, they're not profitable or whatever the case may be. But that representative is the first person you see when I meet guys. Are, and I guess it can go for girls, too. But for me, I'm a realist and I'm real honest. So when you meet me, you get who, who I am. For the most part. So I feel like guys more so have to put the representative out there to <coughs> just, I guess, catch that bait, catch that fish. Or get that pussy. <clears throat> oh my gosh. <laughs> you got to put it out there. And, and I, she has a great point. That was a, a great way to explain it. That's exactly what it is for everybody. I think women, women uh, men get the representative too. You know, this is a bonnet wearing bitch who only fuck on <laughs> Thursdays and. Gonna nag the shit out of you and cost this much, and this bitch is that much in debt. You're gonna get that nice, sweet. Oh, she she always smells good, and she always this and that. I mean, we all, well, a lot of people do. I think we're at the age where we don't give a fuck too tough. I think so, so. Uh, <laughs> about what? About that first appearance. Like you literally get who you gonna get when you get me. And I, Chris is the same way. I, I agree with her, and and how she presents herself. I think, and but. Some of us have been that way since we've known each other. Like we've been this way in our twenties, even. So, but early when you asked her the question, she gave you a uh, the long route to a short destination. Yeah, looks matters, as you can tell. You see how she cleaned <laughs> yeah, yeah, that up nicely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't. I'll have something I like to look at every day, but it's not. You see how she cleaned that motherfucker up. I don't want no ugly motherfuckers. Is what you're saying? Yeah. So that was gonna be my follow up question. So, like, yeah, right. let's say he is. Let's say he physically isn't what you're into. But y'all have some commonalities. Like, not 100% compatible, but, like, he's into, like, astronomy or whatever you're into. And not everything you're into, but just kind of at a high level. You know, y'all share, like, on the initial conversation, oh, I'm into this, I'm into that. Would you be more apt if he's, 
completely not what you want in a guy. You like him tall, dark, and handsome. He's short, short light, and, and ugly. And ugly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you be more apt just because y'all had y'all do? And you see he's not putting on a representative face. You go like, y'all may see each other's social media, and you see like he really is what he's talking about, and y'all really do have interests and common things, like Dr. CB or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, would that make you more apt to talk to him? Or at least give him a shot. I guess from a from the perspective <laughs> Get in your car. We we walk it we can walk right here. I know I like to drive. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so more than likely I would give him a chance to have more conversation with me. Just off the back dating, I don't off the back date anyone. It's gonna be like conversations. It's gonna be like interactions and stuff like that. I'm not looking at your fucking social media because a that does not represent you fully to who you are. You put up what looks good and appeasing to you and your followers. That doesn't represent you, you know. So I'm not putting up my pictures what I look like right now because if you see them, you'll be like, oh, unfollow right now. So <laughs> I wait till I brush my hair and put some lotion on my face, then I post a picture. You so, know what I'm saying? So, so in essence, you're looking like a picking in it. And Man, I look a hot mess right now. What she's saying is, Looks no. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I get this. So, so long, again, the long way to a short answer. Yeah, we know. Yeah, so, like, so I guess, like. That nigga don't even get the conversation. He in his friend zone, no matter no. how compatible y'all. Heck, no, nigga, cracker, spit, kite. He don't get that. We gotta that. have more conversations, because even though we may be compatible in certain things, there may be something else that weighs more, and then on top of the fact that I'm not physically attracted to him. Okay. So, so I need more. I need more to go off of to be like, okay, before I completely cancel this person out, or as y'all say, friend zone people, I need more. So let's bring it back to the compatibility king over here, Calhoun. Mm-hmm. Say that three times fast. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're big on compatibility. So just for uh-huh. hypothetical sake, you and Chris, you and Chris share the same things. Y'all been knowing each other for however long y'all been knowing each other. This ain't the first time interaction. And you be like, hmm, Chris likes what I like. You think y'all should pursue something or at least see if it's something more, right? Well, her in particular? Just theoretically. Oh, just period. Yeah, yeah. Y'all been knowing each other X plus years. Y'all have X plus things in common. So I do have a, I do have a uh, theory on if you all are friends for a long time, and not like uh, myself and Chris, because we, we don't talk like that. Like, I have certain female friends I talk to, like, all the time. When you're that, in, when you interact that much, I don't see why y'all wouldn't get at a shot. And that goes for anybody. Because if you can be in somebody's life that daily, y'all pretty much know each other. So, I don't, you know, there are certain things that have y'all there, which I think are physical. But if you all interact, because I my idea of relationships, pretty much, is friends that are fucking. Like, that's the ideal relationship to me. That makes sense. I think, so, this is one of the things we talk about. I think the theory theory behind it makes sense, but I think the practicality is. I think in the real world, that doesn't work. work. Chris, you think that makes sense? Friends that fuck don't work unless it's a real relationship. That's what I'm saying. So, friends, that's what I'm saying. A real relationship to me are, y'all are friends. you said having both of those things together. Yeah, that makes a relationship. relationship. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what makes a not friends with benefits, but I'm saying if y'all are this great a friend, like if your best friend is a woman, or if your best friend is a man, and you're the opposite sex, then why not? 
The only thing you add to it is sex. Or, you know, try to go out. Now, try to see the romantic side of it. Now, again, doesn't mean that it's going to always work because somebody may change who they are romantically. I.e., we know someone who... And that's what I was going to say. The counter is most people, and to Chris's point, most people aren't, and guys and girls are different, most people aren't friends who they are as friends as who they are as Mate. Relationship. Yeah, and we and we and we know several girls, and like every girl. We so know that's we. the problem, though. So if you be who you are, and that's one of our one of the gripes that I have with some of the some of the young ladies we know. If you are who you are outside of relationship, you're outstanding. In a relationship, don't mean you click on the bitch switch. Well, I don't think it's bitch. I think in from their standpoint, Your expectation change. Expectations change, and they go to problem uh-huh. with us, but they go to our problem. See, that's the problem everyone has. We have these lofty expectations. We were talking the other day. I would like a woman who's a domestic. Domestic. It's not. It's not realistic if she's working, though. You understand what I'm saying? You have to pitch in if she's working, uh-huh. and, and vice versa. Now, my expectations could be no. She got to work and she got to do that. That's your expectations flawed. So, in a relationship, if you are outstanding as friends, y'all enjoy each other's company. When y'all start a relationship. Don't click on the expectation bitch mode, and that's guy or girl. You see but what I'm saying? But the expectations in a relationship come. Like, for a friendship, there are no expectations. So expectations will then exist if you guys were friends and then you try to pursue that relationship. The expectations come because now I expect you to do certain things for me and vice versa. So, Chris, let me can I ask you this. Because, like, we know, you know, several girls who, and we never dated none of them. They just, as friends, they are they are cool with us. But when they talk about relationships, they be like, holy fuck, where did the friend go? As a female, what do you think would change from going from just dating a friend to being in it? Let's just say you know the guy, you know he's a stand-up guy. So, like, let's just take cheating out, you know what I'm saying, what, uh, cheating out the, out the equation. You know he's not going to cheat because y'all been too good of friends to, for such a long time. What do you think for a female changes at that point? If y'all decide to pursue this, um, what will probably change? It's just it becomes to me. It becomes like as friends, it was easier to talk, and maybe now you think I feel like now that we're in a relationship, that your views may change of me because now I'm your woman. It's like okay. I'm like, hee hee ha ha ha, me and the girls went out this weekend, we got drunk and whatever, whatever, whatever. And now as my boyfriend is like, you did what? Okay. Why would you do that? You know, it's like certain things change because now you have to model yourself in the I have a boyfriend mode versus where you guys are free to do whatever. And so now that's when all the expectations begin to get dumped into the relationship. And you're trying, both of you guys are now trying to figure out what do we really expect from each other? Like, are our expectations cool or do it match what our friendship was? And I think that's where people get it confused because it's like, we were great friends, but we are shitty in a relationship. And I see that's what happened a lot. Yeah, so people I know have done that. uh, Explanation. That's actually damn good. That being said, that was damn good. That being said, that's the problem. That's the whole problem. Now, you don't do everything according to when you were friends. Uh, you don't because, for instance, I call a lot of my female friend bitches for, you know, just talking to them. Like, I call y'all niggas. 
I do. But <laughs> I do. But you, I wouldn't be calling my girl that. Some of that stuff, some of those expectations right. have changed. But, I, you know, as far as her going out, not a, listen, you went out with the girls, I understand. As long as you ain't come home with no dick breath, I don't, it's not a, it's not a, and check in when you out, and that's both ways. But, I think she should give an example, but. Right, but the, but the weightiness that we put on it, if we were just to remain friends who are fucking and build that way, well, it'll, it'll be the greatest thing ever. I don't know if that's realistic. I mean. That's the science of it. Yeah, that's the science of it, but the, the art of it is that, hey. And we, when we talk about science and art versus, like, one of the things also that you believe in is arranged marriages. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I, I mean, we it. talk about it all the time. You believe that, like, when you, like, you believe that, hey, like, your parents can, who, somebody with some knowledge of you and who has experience can pick a better mate for you than you can yourself. Well, you imagine yourself at 19, 20 years old trying to pick somebody. You would just pick the fat ass. Well, I mean, just in general, so at any point in life. And so a lot of people don't look at it like somebody can pick a better mate for me. Somebody looks at it like it's a force. So like, hey, I want to, instead of you just standing in my face, even with the friend thing, instead of you just standing in my face being, you know, whatever type of guy friend you are to me, I want to be able to have sparks fly. I want magic to come. I want to have butterflies in my stomach when I see or meet that person or see that person or talk to that person. And I don't get that all the time with you. Right. Not with you. Right. Yo, but I don't get that all the time with friend. And so, you know, it's a level of, should, should it be butterflies that you feel when you meet that special someone? Or should it be a level of calm that you meet when you see that butterfly shit? That's like chasing that high that you hear. Of. We hear motherfuckers would do coke. They be like, it's that feeling that you get that high and they never get it back. But they always chasing it. It's a dog chasing his tail. You, you can get that. You sincerely can. There are couples out here 20, 30 years later still get butterflies, still have that they're enamored with their mates. And that don't come from sparks that flew on the first date when you got your dick sucked in the back end. Y'all just had pieces at Joe's and it was magical because you was drinking Hennessy and she was on Quavo. And that ain't where that come from. That come from years of love and building a legacy and all that stuff. And I always say you see people with different eyes. You don't just do it physically. You do it mentally and emotionally. So, well, I mean, to speak on the arranged marriage thing, I have seen a glimpse of it. <clears throat> My grandparents were kind of like, it wasn't arranged, but, you know, back in the day. It was a shotgun wedding? Your, your granddad didn't get your grandma pregnant, did <laughs> No, it's just like more so that your parents may have had kids, couldn't support all of them, so they marry you off. You yes. know what I'm saying? That's my kind of understanding of what kind of happened. And my grandma had said, when I married your grandfather, I didn't love him. I grew to love him. So back then, I could understand it. But now the world is so complex. It's so different. Um, our roles and relationships and how things go are so different. So thinking and seeking an arranged marriage would be nothing I would be into. <laughs> because it, it just can't work and for me but I think like back then the man knew he was gonna marry this woman and so he was gonna take care of this woman he's gonna do everything for her and yes she would have been the the person in the house raising the children making sure the house is together being the homemaker nowadays that's not what we doing so let me choose who I want to do this with if I gotta work 
and I got to be at home and still raising the kids too. Let me choose who I want to do it with instead of somebody who I don't really care for or I have to grow to love. Like how long is it going to take me to grow to love this person? Not long if you're in it for the right reasons. Let me tell you what. Now I see what you're saying. <clears throat> and when you talk about tradition and you talk about modern, I think one of the re- one of the missteps we have is because we are not sticking to some of the traditional things. Now, we have to, of course, we have to grow with the times and things, and we have to do some adjusting. But one of the reasons why we are failing as as a group of people, especially black in our age range, as far as meeting each other, is because we're like, you know, that stuff didn't work then, this is going to work now. I think it can work now. I do, because think about this. You have a uh, you have a eighteen year old, don't you, Chris? Or is he nineteen? Nineteen. Nineteen. Think about it like this: Do you think you know women, right? You've been with your whole life. You have female friends. You know the difference between bitches, hoes, ladies, and women, and females, right? You've had many interactions with them. You know your son. Now you don't know all the intricacies of your son, but you know the hell out your son, right? Right. Uh huh. And you know what he needs. And you know what some of these little girls are. You know what some of them not. You can pick out a great mate for your son. Now, will there be some some flaws or will there be some things that he may not? Will there be some 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 things they're going to work on? Yes. But I guarantee you, she can pick a better girl than he can. But what, that, that's kind of what that's, but that's what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying, Chris? I see because I know as a mother what he see? needs and wants. But, but like, like as the man that he is becoming, I don't know what he is. Now, now let me now, now, now let me couple this with something. Now if it's now think father and mother, right? Picking his mate. She knows as the mother and as a woman. He knows as the father and as the husband and as the man. Right? She gonna pick the womanly virtues. He gonna he pick gonna somebody pick, pretty. He gonna pick all the other stuff he needs. He's going to pick all the other stuff. When you got that kind of hand in hand, and two heads are better than one, and most of his head is going to be his dickhead. That's the head he's going to be thinking with here. They can for sure pick a mate. Now, it's not going to be 100% complete, but they can for sure pick a mate better than what he'll pick. And so now this is where Again, I pick up the Again, it's science, problem. baby. That's the science part of it. But the art part of it is, like, she said, like Chris said, he's going to have to grow to love her as opposed to he mean the girl how he meets a girl and he falls with her on his own. It's almost like the analogy of You had to grow to love Jesus. Hold on. It's almost like this. What? I, we all it's a difference between somebody who got inherited a million dollars and a self made millionaire, right? right? We all respect the self made millionaire a little more, right? I respect the millionaire. Because he did it on his own, as opposed to uh, they did it on their own, as opposed to somebody else did the work. And there and it's the same thing with this. Like you 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 it's a little more because you pick your own mate. Like whether Chris pick her husband or me picking my wife or you picking your wife, it's going to be a little more because you actually got in, you got out the mud for yourself instead of somebody else doing the dirty work for you. Would you turn out a million dollars? No. Would you turn out a million dollars, Chris? Man, no. And neither would I. Give me her. <laughs> and that's but what she I'm... ain't a million fucking dollars. She... Let me tell you something. What is she too? As <laughs> long as she don't weigh 250, I don't give a shit. Oh, you are talking numbers? Yeah, indeed. So that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we do more, one of the problems that we have is it's like a dog chasing his tail. 
It's like the dog who's looking in the water with a bone in his mouth looking in the water. And the other dog with a bone in his mouth. We keep chasing a feeling. And we that's why we're swinging at some of this stuff and missing. When right in front of you is what you need. We keep going after what we want instead of what we need. And so I, you're saying you don't... That's just like you saying, okay, that's just like you saying, hey... My body needs an apple, but I want this cupcake. Your ass don't eat the cupcake. And you see my size. And Wait, that's the so problem. Can't say that. <laughs> no, but then you just proved my point. There, therein lies the problem. That's how you become a fat vegan. You get the vegan cupcake, not the goddamn apple. And now that vegan cupcake ain't good for you. You see what I'm saying? Now you got problems down the road. And when you could just go ahead and do the size of it, man, I don't want this fucking asparagus. I'm going to eat it anyway. And that's what you got to goddamn do. And that's what I'm saying. The science of it all, no, they're not going to be exactly what you want. Oh, let's be honest. So you basically, you're saying let's take a little romance out of love. Let's take it out. We'll get to the romance. We'll get there. That's what I'm saying. We'll like, get there. Like, okay, so if we will get there, what is our timeline to getting there? How long will we get? We go yeah. through science before we, don't we get know. to this mystical feeling, these butterflies and me wanting you and me wanting to be around you and me enjoying all this we don't know it could start. it could be a week could be a year could be a decade so like in your way it's kind of backwards because like you want to so like to marry somebody at least in my mind you want to have the romance and then part part of saying i want to marry this person that the romance is factored into it now is it the only thing no but is it like it's like a, a step type thing so like i want to hit the romance step before i hit the marriage step not the other way around i want to hit the before we get to the romance stuff, because what involves romance that usually goes into the looks of it all and all the fluff. Now, we all have to be attracted to what we're attracted to, right? If, and very few of us, unless you're a woman or unless you're rich or unless you're super pretty as a guy, you rarely get. Nah, no, it's only one group who get. It's only two groups who get what they want. Three groups. The rich, the super famous and the super attractive. Them the only three who get the pick. They pick it a little what they want. That's true too, but bitches get to choose what they looking for physically. If Chris, if Chris said, "I just want to fuck tall, slim nigga with dreads," she can fuck tall, slim nigga. Yeah, with but dreads. she can't get married to it. That's true. Rich, pretty, rich, famous, and super pretty motherfuckers. I'm marrying them. They're marrying them. Those are ones who can go with the art of love. The rest of us motherfuckers, <laughs> you better get scientific with this bitch. You better be like Bill Nye, the science guy. And get your fucking <laughs> chemistry set and get the way you need to fucking go. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Cut that bullshit. Most of you look average any motherfucking way. And let's find out what the fuck you need. And get there. You'll learn to love a motherfucker. Trust me. They're going to, I can't stand this motherfucker. And one day that motherfucker going to make you laugh. So let me ask you this. And I know you probably looking at like love is love. You don't think it's a difference between like growing to loving somebody just because they're in your face and just loving them because of who Man, they are. Man, you can love a motherfucker starting off fall right out of love with that motherfucker. You so, can. That's right. and, that's, and that's the thing about compatibility and the science that I'm telling you. This is the stuff that's going to have you there 20, 30 years from now. That shit you talking that, I just, my dick get hard every time she brushes across me. It's not even just physical. See, I don't so Nah, I see what you're saying. All that romance, oh, wild shit. That's like a new car. Every new car end up in a junkyard. Okay. That new. That's what I'm saying. That new smell, the new gadgets, 
that new wheels and all that. So once you start doing repairs on this motherfucker, you're going to start losing love for this motherfucker. Then you're going to be like, man, this piece of shit ass car, every time I look up at something, I'm ready to trade it in. But at least you can be back and like, hey, when it goes to the junkyard, I had a great time in that car. So like we talked about, we talked about um, Chris, I don't know if you know Vince Young. Vince Young did football player. He wound up, or uh, Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker did basketball player. He wound up blowing $200 million. Crazy amount of money, right? What he buy? <laughs> what he didn't buy? Exactly. How so, many bitches he didn't buy? I mean, so somebody oh. said, for him, somebody, everybody was looking at it like, he blew $200 million. He's a dummy. He's a dummy. This one man said, that man has lived more through that $200 million than a country will, will never get through. He was like, so it's not about how he blew it. It was like the hell of a time he had while he was blowing it. So at least the he can experience. look. Exactly. He can look back and be like, boy, I had a great fucking time. And that's where the art comes in. It's like when the relationship is going bad, when the relationship isn't going the way you want it to, you can look those compatibility things. Yeah, she like Transformers. I like Transformers. That help a little bit. But when there's something I'm tired of seeing this bitch, I can go back and remember it like, Hey, you remember that time she was sucking my dick in the back of Joe's? Mm-hmm. Or the, uh, the time we were out having a good time, or this or that. Or you remember, hey, babe, you remember that? And that's the romance part of it. That can keep relationships going, too. I'm going to liken the romance to an illustration that Chris gave about the cupcake and the apple. Right? <laughs> now, that love feeling just like the cupcake. Oh, it tastes so good. Oh, it hit the spot. Oh, it was what you dreamed of. It was like a cat cake. The frosting is just so good. It's fresh out of the oven. It's beautiful. You take your chicken, rice, and asparagus for, for lunch or for dinner. You take your, no oh, damn chicken anyway. No, I'm just saying. And you take oatmeal with walnuts and blueberries for, for breakfast, and you work out three times a week. And in a year, you see hella results, right? You see your abs coming in. Mm. You see your waist skin. Oh, you're stronger. You're feeling better. You're doing all that shit because you did it that way. Yeah, you didn't give in to the cupcake. Yeah, you missed out on the booze. Yeah, you missed out on the cake. I see what you're saying. All that shit tastes good. That's going to make you feel good. That's what you want. But after this, this is the results. 30 years later, 20 years later, when your body coming down, when your knees waking you up in the morning, this is personal experience, and your neck hurting, and you're aching all over, and you're barely moving from them fuck-ass cupcakes, you got that rice, asparagus, and black beans. Now, here you are just chugging along with no problems. That's the science of love, my friend. So then the order will be, are you alive, or are you living, or are you just alive? Uh. Very, very good. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris, what you think? Like I said, I, I still stand in the middle of this slippery slope of science and art because I think a perfect mixture of both will make a great relationship. Like you said, if you, not with that arranged shit, but if there are some things that are like, you're compatible with and you guys share the same visions on a lot of things, then yes, we can go somewhere. But I also want that the romance of the relationship too. I want to always date you. I want to always have that feeling that when I see you after my long day of work, then I'm like, I'm about to suck this nigga up because he just walked into the motherfucking door. Like, even though I don't work my eight hours, 12 hours, today i'm gonna go home and cook because i love this man you know and it's not that to me doesn't have to deal with your the compatible part that to me has to deal with how you feel do i get those butterflies do he make me feel this way or vice versa do i even make him feel that way 
So it would be a little bit of both. It would be great. It would be great to be in the middle. It wouldn't. That's the goal to have both, right? But also the goal for Santa Claus to come down the chimney and Jesus to deliver on all his promises. Unfortunately, none of that still happened. I also want a bad bitch to fuck me in the sky off somewhere. A young bad tender. I ain't got that right now. I'm gonna have to fuck this old hoe. That's not that all that shit sounds perfect. Of course that's the goal. If you can find a happy medium, that is the goal. Most of us don't find a happy medium. Most of that guess what happens? So that's you're saying if we don't find a happy medium, we just settle for what's here. So what's we, in front of us. We keep saying settle. That's not the word. I mean we take we we take yeah, semantics. You say tomato, he say tomato. It's both. It's a rare fruit. But that's right. So we thinking, we thinking is settling. What what it is 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 coming to an understanding. It's compromising with yourself. That's what it is. It's settling. It's settling. It's settling. So let me ask you this: settling something. You're compromising, so you are now so, settling. All right. So that wasn't the right word. <laughs> not compromise. Hold on, because I'm on the ropes. <laughs> Not compromise. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Google up to have synonyms. So this is this is what I'm saying. We elevate ourselves to another level of thinking, <laughs> to where this artsy, mystical, magical, wonderful feeling of love, and get to the basics of it here. The basics is listen. This is what it takes for you to have a sustain a, a long lasting sustaining relationship. And romance is part of it. Right. Romance is a very small part of it compared to all but the I other say, okay, facets that's involved. That, I would say to this that okay, you may think that way, but also people a huge personality and a type of person matters if they just go fully compatibility and fully romanticize or if they meet in the middle. I think I'm a nice blend of both. So that's why I'm hanging in the middle. I'm not such an artsy, mystical person that, like, my whole life is like this big fantasy I'm trying to live. So, yes, that's the type of love I would be looking for. I wouldn't necessarily look for the compatibility part. I'll just look for the feelings that I get when I see the person or the feelings that I feel from that aspect. But I think with your personality, that matters. It seems to me like you are the person that's like, you want these hardcore facts and you want it cut and dry where Darren is like, well, I want to feel this way too. I want to have that feeling also. So that's why you're so gun ho and strong on your, your side of the scale and saying that, Hey, this is science. It's exact. There's no room for error. So let's do it that way. That's a damn good way of breaking it down, Chris. And I want to come back and say that Calhoun way won't work because you can stand like the older we get, very few people's. Let me back up and say it like this. Can I tell some of your business on here, Calhoun? It depends. Well, I'm going to say it. Then you tell, <laughs> if you tell me I'm cut out. One of the things you tell me is like you don't want to feel like you weren't first choice. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You can see. You can leave that I can say that on Okay. Nobody so. want to feel like they wasn't first choice. So like with your way, you're basically. Hold on, wait. What did you say, Chris? But we all know we weren't first choice. Not necessarily. But in your way. Wait, why you, you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I say that because, like you said, you have the rich, the pretty ass people, whatever, whatever. 
those people, those were your first choices, okay? You couldn't obtain those. So, yes, now we default to the regulars, the average, you, me type of thing. Now, man, I, I can see that a little bit, but a regular motherfucker and a regular motherfucker now, you ain't, you don't even really see them other motherfuckers. Let's be honest, when the last time you seen a 10? You see, you seen one at my birthday party, my surprise birthday party. I did. Now, I, <laughs> the last time I seen one before that. I can't tell you when. You don't really see them motherfuckers. I don't, they had 10 people places that I'm not invited to. They go to 10 people's spots. Oh, it's, it's they, a dime Yeah, they got their own crow. It's an underground network. A Kroger. Yeah, you can't even, they don't even go to the same shopping places. You, I don't know where the motherfuckers at. I ain't seen them. That's why when you see them, you're like, whoa, a unicorn. Otherwise, this, I'm this, a motherfucking unicorn, but I don't classify myself as a 10, okay? Well, you're a unicorn. What, you got a horn somewhere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That mystical, magical <laughs> part. So, yo, but to the point that you were saying, when you look at it like, hey, we're getting older, let's try this compatibility. At this age, hold let's on, cut like, the malarkey, okay? That's <laughs> almost saying, hey, you're not my first choice. I know I'm not your first choice. Let's just get together. You're waving the white flag. We ain't got nothing to do. We getting older. Exactly. My sperm count going down. Your womb is not going to be able to hold no baby soon. But that- let's go ahead and just settle for what we get out of this shit and figure it out. Next time, tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. You got that right now? It's time out for that bullshit. But it we counts. ain't no fucking 16. You ain't writing no diary about no bitch. You going to meet this hoe and we going to see where this go. That's how they go. That's the new saying. Meet the hoe, see where it go. Ain't nobody got time for all that mystical shit. I ain't about to make no bitch day at no fucking 40. Bitch, you 40. Bitch, you better goddamn get in where you fit in. Hey, how many kids you got? Are you still healthy enough to have a kid? How much of that wound beat up have you been ran through drastically? Do are you are you do you have any diseases, ho? Do you like watching football? Basic shit. Let's get this shit out the way. And let's take it from here. This ain't something. This is, hey, let's be real about this shit. Hey, are you gonna try for the Falcons? You, digital down. No. You know why? Not just because you don't want to try for the Falcons. They'll laugh you off that fucking... Anybody with th- over 35 hoop dreams is a buffoon. That's some motherfuckers still out here doing semi-pro leagues. You're an idiot. You're not going to make it, buddy. Go on to join you a beer league and call it a day. And that's what love is now. It's a fucking beer league. Just make sure you got the right teammate. But you're giving up on your... you basically saying, fuck, I know I'm... you basically going against a core principle of yours. Which is... I'm not the first choice. I, I'm not the last. That's the we're not the last. Listen, don't date me and don't meet two two of us, right? This is what I say that. Two of us, you pick him, he shit on you like they usually do, and then it's like, you know what? I you I you do smell good. No bitch. <laughs> so the other thing is just the time. So let's say she meets somebody the day before you're not around, and then it's the same thing, you just don't know what's going on. Now you can't choose a nigga over me. So like if you date that you know of. that I that I know of. Okay. So you if you, you don't know. But that oh but sometimes I I you'd be amazed when I put out these bitches with conversation. You let them talk, they'll tell you. You got them dating, I find out you dating three of us. Them other niggas drop your ass. Oh, it's not time. You know, you're in the lead now. It's over with, bitch. It's over, we're done. That's how that goes. Let me get this pussy and then we go on till the deal here, sign the contracts. And that's how that goes. What I'm saying is this. Let's just be clear. I'm not giving up on love. 
I just, let's be practical about love. I think that's what's going on. We're too whimsical about this shit. It's not a fucking, it's not Bigfoot riding a unicorn. It's just, it's really just basic like, hey, I like to do this. I like to go here. I like this. Do you like that? I can't tolerate this. Can you tolerate that? This is what makes a lasting relationship. That's what I'm saying. As long as you have some sort of attraction, not like Krista, who he has to be just a dime. As long as you have some kind of <laughs> attraction here, and as long as y'all have things in common, why not give it a shot? That's what I'm saying. Give it a go. You understand what I'm saying, Chris? I still stand in the middle. Thank you. Damn it. And where do you stand? It's not because it's not, not going to sway how I feel about love and how I'm, I'm with my Chris. beliefs about it. I, like, I, I can't say it enough. I believe there is a nice middle point that I can create for myself and have that. I don't see how... Is so I don't see how mechanical you and scientific you can be in that, and you can grow to love somebody, especially at this age. At this age, I think even more so it, like even more so it. The older you get, the more you want what you want, right? Like you just become set in your ways and just doing it just to do it. It's almost a bigger fail because you're older to know better. That's what I'm saying. Because you're older to know better, you don't go for that whimsical bullshit, and you don't go for that scientific bullshit. You're like, how many times have you seen an older couple who got married and did like? It wasn't nothing else to do but get married. And you they be looking so miserable with each other. <laughs> Have you seen that before, Chris? I mean, yeah, I've seen older people get married and be happy. And I've seen older people get married and be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, again, it depends on your reasoning of getting married and what you want. And were y'all compatible? And is the romance there? If it's not there, it's not going to work. If you don't have a nice mixture of both, it's not going to work. So let me wrap. So we like both. You said, you said pull out your fucking science kit. If you don't have the perfect mixtures, your shit going to fucking blow up in your face. Listen, so, you, that's why you wear the goggles. So let me ask you this then. We can, we can wrap up with But you. look, so we all, that the happy medium is what we all, I think, would agree on. I'm saying one or the other, give me the science, baby. The science gonna go. Love grows. Especially when y'all doing all this shit together that y'all like to do. But is that love or familiarity? That's all love. Love is familiar as shit. You know love, you know love when you're doing what you like to do because that person like to do the same stuff you like to do. I don't love you. No, no, no. I'm saying not just doing what you want to do. I'm talking about all the intricacies of it. So y'all, y'all are compatible in so many different ways. So again, even with the friends and even with the compatibility, just all that stuff. For instance, I'm into something called domestic discipline. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm into something called domestic discipline. You want to explain it, Chris? Well, nah, nah. She'll look it up if she want to see. I'm into that. You see a black motherfucker into that. It's almost like BDSM, but it's different principles. So, if you, you see whoop a, your women, what'd you say? You whoop your women? The hell out of them. So, if you see, <laughs> if you see another black motherfucker that's into this, the fuck is you talking about? I, he, I, I like a certain type. Bitch, you're not gonna, when last time you seen one of these? You haven't seen one of Bitch, you might as well see if we got anything else in common here. That's the mystical part, because it's rare that you'll see them. What'd you say? That's the mystical part, because it's rare that you'll see them. Exactly. So you might as well give it a shot. That's the science part of it. See the balance? Now you can tell a friend, tell a friend. We all agree, if we like the balance, 
If you have to choose one, which one are you choosing, Chris? Why gotta? No, I, we because no 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 we all know so let me clean up his question what percentage of science versus romance would you like in the ideal relationship science and art science and art excuse art 60 um science 40 science 40 you knew that was gonna happen with a bitch you like to goddamn take her shoes off and run through the grass and blowing dandelions now which one would you choose I say art 65 35 science I'm shocked at you sir you even work on computers all day. You all you do is numbers. <laughs> I choose seventy thirty science versus art. Get that art shit out of here and let's make a, a baby in a legacy, bitch. And we'll find it in the next lifetime. Everybody here believe in reincarnation. Get it the next lifetime, motherfucker. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Chris, thank you for being on. Calhoun, thank you for being on. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.